0: I want to talk to you just for a moment this morning about a couple of scriptures that you're so familiar with. They're probably in your promise box somewhere, but I want to look at it from just a little bit of a different angle this morning. Uh, I want to. I, these scriptures are found in the famous Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew, and I want to look real quick at in Matthew chapter six. Verse 31 through 33, we catch up here with Jesus. And the backdrop here is that he is talking with his disciples. Now hear me now about real life issues. Real life issues. Praise God. About real life issues. And he says this to them here in verse 31. I'm going to begin. He says, therefore, do not be anxious anxious man anxiety i don't know about you but man i find anxiety coming at me all the time do not be anxious another word for this is don't worry don't worry how about that and then he says this don't worry about what we eat or what to drink or what to wear For the Gentiles seek after all these things. and But here, listen, here's the good news. My heavenly Father, your heavenly Father, knows that you need all of them. It's interesting here. We don't see Jesus rebuking them for desiring these things, do we? As a matter of fact, on the contrary, we see Jesus saying the Father knows you need them. That these are important things. These are critical things in your life. Then he goes on to say what I although I we know you need them. Here's what I'm going to challenge you with. How you get those needs met. He said the Gentiles are the world that just seeks after and goes there. He said, but here for you, let me give you the key for every need in your life being met. And he goes on to say this, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. All these things shall be added unto you. Other translations read, everything shall be added unto you. Everything. Now, here's always the good question. What part of everything don't we understand? Can you please tell me what is left out of everything? In other words, there is not one issue in your life. Let me say it this way. There is not one detail about your life that God doesn't care deeply about. I'm talking about everything. There's nothing left outside of that. And Jesus is saying this. How you order your life will determine the level of your needs being met. How you order your life. Barna, the Barna Research Group that does research in trends and, and researches trends amongst Christians and churches did a poll several months ago and said, what's your greatest struggle? What's your greatest, he put it, what's your greatest sin that you struggle with? And believe it or not, number one, the number one overwhelming response was worry. Worry. Jesus was saying, I understand that life has its challenges, has its challenges. I want you to know something this morning. There are some things in my life right now that are complicated They're complicated. I don't know if you were like me and bought into the illusion that when my children grew up to be adults, they wouldn't be a challenge anymore. (laughs) You know what? It's more challenging than ever because now their problems are just big problems. When they were little, their problems were small at least. Oh, let me tell you something. Life is challenging. This is what Jesus is talking about here. My all-time favorite Christian psychologist, his name is Scott Peck. He wrote a, a famous book years ago called The Road Less Traveled. The Road Less Traveled. And what he was trying to say is there's a pathway of life that people don't want to accept and understand. And he said, here's the best definition of life. Here's the very best definition of life. It's complicated. It's challenging. There are challenges. It's, it gets complicated. There are situations in my life right now. There's some conundrums in my life right now. I don't know what to do about. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how it's going to work out. And this is what Jesus is talking about here. He's saying, you've got to understand these needs are real. I know that. You've got to also understand, number two, that God cares. He is for you this morning. He wants to meet those needs. He's not the one behind the problem. He's the solution. He's the answer. He's the answer to the impossible. And what you can't get through, he's the answer. And this is what this scripture is about, really. Is your fulfillment. How to be fulfilled and have everything taken care of. Having everything met across the board. Jesus said, The answer to everything is simply this God first. Look at your neighbor and say, God first. This is what it is this simple God first. The answer to everything is how you order your life, how you live, the priorities. Of your life. We must see. From God's perspective. That this is the crucial truth. In the kingdom of God. The crucial truth. That if God is first. Praise God. That if God is first. Everything else will work out. Everything else will work out. Listen to me. Everything else will work out. This scripture is simply talking about order and how you order your life and how you order things. Jesus is saying this if you order your life properly and not chase after the urgent. The Gentiles seek eagerly after these things. In other words, they, they worry and go about it the wrong way to get their needs met. And he says, make no mistake, Father cares about these things. And I'm going to show you that if you order your life properly, everything will be met. I love this quote and this thought here. We can say it this way. If you're worried today, if you're anxious, I've told all the other services, I was born afraid. I was born worried about everything. I I thought my first reaction to everything is panic, good and bad. My daughter say the phone's ringing. Ah, who is it? <laughs> and why do I why why do I share that with you? Because it's like this: if I can do this, anybody can. Anybody can. A life dominated by anxiety and fear is never an issue of unmet needs. Think about this a minute. This is how we think. I'm so worried about paying this bill. And I know this. If I get the money, I'll no longer be worried. No, you won't. You're going to worry about the next one. And the next one. And the next urgent thing will come around. A life that is dominated by worry is not an issue of your needs not getting met. It is an issue of wrong priorities. Because if all we do is go after the urgent, and that's what Jesus said, the the Gentiles seek, the the Gentiles go after the immediate need as if it was everything. And they're never fulfilled. Fulfilled. They're never fulfilled. It's a life of order. If God, the the God first life helps us distinguish from the the important from the urgent. Have you ever noticed that the, the more you chase after the urgent, the worse it gets? Like a snowball that just builds and builds and builds. You know, this God first life is the critical path. What does this mean practically? What does this mean practically? How do I practically put God first in my life? It's got everything to do with time and attention. What you put your time into is what's valuable to you. I'm not talking about just mentally an attitude. I'm talking about practically what you do with your time. That's what seeking it means. What you're putting your energy and your time into. The first priority in the God first life is the word of God. As Pastor Jim said earlier, it's the Bible. It's that living Word. That's God manifest, His presence in His Word. I'm as close to God as I am to His Word. He's there. Remember now, the God first life. What you do first every day is the most important. Think about it. My commitment is to every day start with the word of God. Now, let me tell you something. That's easier than it. That's harder than it sounds. Man, in this age of technology and instant communication, man, it's crazy. I mean, I know everything instantly. Anyone can talk to me instantly. I, the email comes instantly. And you know, the temptation is to wake up to text and emails, baby. <laughs> Facebook, air posting. And let me tell you something. Once you put that first, it's over. It's over. The urgent takes over and you are out of control. And the urgent and the, and the challenges... Just multiply. You've got to take that word and put it first place in your life. It's going to take a commitment. Man, it's going to be tough. Man, that phone will be beep, 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 and you'll be wanting to grab it. You'll be wanting to reach for it. But you hold first that word of God in your life. Secondly, Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. I believe seeking the kingdom first. Part of that is being part of a church community and investing your time and energy. This is this is this life was never designed to be done alone. I can't live the God first life fully without you. Because there's things in you that I need that God's designed for me to need. I need this community of faith. But let me tell you something. Community doesn't just happen. You've got to pursue it. You've got to pursue it. I pursue this. I told Pastor Brett back in the, in, in the office, I said, let's do church all day. Let's have four more services. I don't want to leave this place. You've got to pursue it. And thirdly, you've got to pursue the relationships within this family that encourage you to live the God-first life. You know, Pastor Brad is one of my longtime covenant brothers. I've got all kinds of friends and at many, many different levels. He's in the inner room of my life. There's a handful of them, and he's one of them, and he doesn't even have to talk to me. I just see him, and I'm reminded of putting God first, how I'm supposed to be living. God love that. I need that. God gave me a wife like that. Thank the Lord. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else. Will be added to you. Let me give this illustration about this. How many of you have a cell phone? I bet everybody in here has one of these, don't you? I remember I, Pastor Brett and I were laughing when, when, we grew up in the day, when the phone was on a cord in the kitchen. <laughs> Some of the young generation can't read. Don't remember that. The phone was on a cord in the kitchen. And if you were lucky, there were a few other phones on cords, maybe in your mama's bedroom. But you weren't allowed in there to talk on the phone, were you? Uh Uh-uh. Did you ever be caught in your mama's bedroom on the phone? You know, I was not allowed in there. And I want you to know something. The biggest day of our technological life was when the cordless phone came out. You remember the cordless phone? I mean, we thought we had arrived. We can now walk around with a cordless phone in our hand. Now, and the antenna was four feet long. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> it was four feet long. You remember that antenna? And the problem was if you got too far away from that base. <laughs> No, can you hear me? No, you get closer to the base, you idiot. Where I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, man. And that was, man, we had arrived. And then finally, they, the, the cell phones started coming out. And when they first came out, most of you remember, they were as big as my shoe. <laughs> it was like Get Smart. Remember that? Talking in his shoe. They were so big. But worst of all, It cost a hundred dollars a minute to talk on them. (laughs) You remember that? And oh boy, don't you call me. Don't you ever use this number unless you are about to die. (laughs) You remember that? My wife told me, you only use that in a case of emergency you hear me? I said, yes, Lord. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. And if you would have told us the latest statistics said that in the next 10 years, 80% of the world's population will hold a computer phone in their hand. I mean... This technology is beyond my imagination. And this phone, I've got this iPhone here. It is amazing. But I want you to understand something. It was made for me because I have no idea how this works. I, I somewhere behind this screen, behind our our you know microchips and processors. And I mean, there's a technology behind here that I have no idea what it does, or how it works, or better yet, how it does what it's supposed to do. I I don't know. I don't know. But let me tell you something. Here's the good news. All I have to do to access all the power of this phone, listen to me, all Phil Bonasso has to do is touch this screen. I touch this screen and I become the smartest guy on the planet. I don't know how it works. I don't know. All I know, it's so crazy simple. Now, behind it is all the complicated. I don't, it, that, that's not my responsibility. To understand how it's going to work and how it's going to work out. That Oh, no, no. All I got to do is touch it. And all that it does goes to work. On my behalf. I want you to know. That's exactly what Jesus is saying here. All you got to do is touch. Uh, You don't need to know how it's going to work out. You don't need that. But all you have to do is touch. All you have to do is this first, this first, this first. All you've got to do is do the first, do the first. And then all of heaven's power, all of heaven's resources, all of God's ability, all of the Father's, well, I'm preaching real good right now. I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to do. You might have to get on up here, Rob. No, that's okay, Rob. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I said, Rob, going to keep going here. We're just going to go on and on and on. I'm preaching real good now. All of heaven's power. All of heaven's power comes to me. And let me tell you something. Every impossible challenge. You say Pastor, Phil, you're so happy. Everything might be going so well. You kidding me? That if you're anywhere in the will of God, there's complication. There're challenges. You know, we're building a building right over here. We're going to build this. It's coming together. But we're believing God, man. We're believing God. But if we put him first, Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Here's the key it will not work if it's second. Listen to me. Jesus said, Number two will do nothing for you, will do nothing for you. First fight for it. Live this way and every answer that you need will take care of itself. You see, this I know. I I, I don't know how this, this phone works, but when I touch it, all its power comes from me. I know right now that every mountain in my life, and man, there are many, every complicated situation, every conundrum that I don't know anything about, I know right now the answer is on its way. The answer is on its way. I don't know how it's gonna work. The answer is on its way. I know you're here this morning, like me, with challenges. I want to pray for you. Some of you came this morning, you said, I don't know, God, I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. I don't know what I'm gonna do. How is this gonna work? What am I going to do about this relationship? What am I going to do about this job? What am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do? I don't know what the answer is. The answer comes when he's first. And it will come. This, let me tell you, this is the promise of God. If you make me first every else I will see to it your father will see to it that everything else works out Lord I'm praying for every every need every, Lord, every scope this morning Lord I know this is a simple word but it's true I'm asking father that we would put you in that every need would be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Amen.